Hello, and welcome to 14 Minutes of Procrastinating. Last month, there was this online essay writing contest that was initiated by Barista Solutions. By the way, Barista Solutions is a Facebook page that posts Philippine law school materials and legal articles. Now, the essay must revolve around the theme, which is the role of law students in upholding the rule of law. And they added three main questions that should be answered within the essay. And that is what we're going to talk about today. Before we go and delve into the discussion of the theme, it is elementary and more organized to first put the topic at bar into context and define the terms. The two significant elements or terms in the theme are, first, law students, and second, the rule of law. Now, what are law students? Rather, who are these law students? Basically, this is very self-explanatory. A law student is a student that studies the law in a school that provides legal education. Let's go to the second term, the rule of law. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, the rule of law is a situation in which the laws of a country are obeyed by everyone. This simply means that no one is above the law. I find this very important because the law is the instrument towards justice. It's like the bow that enables you to play the violin. It's like the peanut butter in a peanut butter sandwich. Now imagine the state or a society without laws. Such a situation is described by Thomas Hobbes as the state of nature, wherein it's every man for himself. There is no security, there is no guarantee of justice. That is why it is essential in society. Lastly, I would like to share a more comprehensive definition of the rule of law. This is taken from the Philippines Development Forum, posted in the website of the Department of Justice. And they define the rule of law as, and I quote, a principle of governance in which all persons, institutions, and entities, public and private, including the state itself, are accountable to laws that are publicly promulgated, equally enforced, and independently adjudicated, and which are consistent with international human rights, norms, and standards. It requires as well measures to ensure adherence to the principle of supremacy of law, equality before the law, accountability to the law, fairness in the application of the law, separation of powers, participation in decision-making, legal certainty, avoidance of arbitrariness, and procedural and legal transparency. We will now go to the three main questions that must be answered in the essay, or in our case, in this podcast. The first question, 
What is the main role of law students in upholding the rule of law in today's time? To be honest, I have a very simple answer for this. The role of law students in upholding the rule of law in today's time is to be educators. I have two reasons for this claim. First, based on my observation, not everyone is knowledgeable when it comes to the law in comparison to lawyers and law students. One of the famous legal maxim that every person should know is ignorantia legis non excusat, or translated in English, ignorance of the law excuses no one. Oftentimes, this legal maxim is being overlooked. This can be seen in how people sometimes misinterpret and because people most of the time are not aware of the technicalities of the law. In the context of the Philippine society, I can say that one of the major reasons why Filipinos are like this is rooted in the lack of education. In an online article written by Venus Soleda entitled Understanding Social Class in the Philippines, Which Class Do You Belong To? She claimed that there are three primary social classes that exist in the Philippines. These are the low-income class, the middle-income class, and the high-income class. As what my college professor taught us, these can also be renamed as the poor, the middle class, and the elite class. She used the latest statistical data of the Philippine Statistics Authority that shows the majority or 58.4% of Filipinos belong to the low-income class, while the middle class comprises around 40% of the population and only 1.4% fall in the high-income class. This is where law students come into play. Law students should spread proper legal awareness and education to those deprived of such. This is where theory meets reality. The application and sharing of knowledge outside the walls of law school. This may manifest in the form of legal aids and legal clinics, or even casual conversations. The other reason for this claim is because of my girlfriend. She is a licensed professional special education teacher. She educates and brings hope to children with exceptionalities. It got me thinking, if special education teachers can bring meaning to the lives of these children, why not do so to every Filipino citizen, especially to those victims of injustice because of the lack of legal knowledge? On to the second question. What do you think you can do to uphold the rule of law given the legal landscape that we have today? Now, I'm certain that this is in the context of the very situation that we have today. Community quarantine due to the COVID-19 pandemic. On a negative note, this pandemic significantly changed the situation for every person in society. 
and it posed a difficult challenge, especially to lawyers, legal educators, and advocates of justice. With that, I have two answers for the second question. First, law students should help the people, especially on social media, understand the law, and of course the legal system, as it is meant to be, an avenue towards justice. As I've mentioned in my answer to the first question a while ago, law students should be educators, and this may be properly done through social media, especially now that we are not allowed to go to or conduct forums, seminars, and other mass gatherings because of the fear of the virus, and of course, safety protocols. My second answer to the second question is that law students should advocate for mature discourse and argumentation by teaching people to view things objectively and remove, or at least lessen, the influence of their respective biases on issues regarding the law, so as to elicit the truth and ergo upholding the rule of law. We will not have a progressive democracy if we tend to be politically and socially immature. The freedom of expression of the Filipinos is guaranteed by the Constitution under the Bill of Rights. And this is likewise guaranteed in any democratic country or jurisdiction. However, not all rights are absolute. You should always remember that. We should be responsible in the exploitation of such right. As my mother always says, too much of everything is poison. Again, this is where law students come into action. Law students should promote healthy and mature discourse. This may be done by being role models of seeing things objectively. Although, with all honesty, we cannot remove our biases. But at least, we should practice to minimize it in order for us to clearly see the truth behind an issue. Hypothetically, if we were to do this, the rule of law will be upheld. This applies both to government officials and private citizens. Let's go now to the third and final question. How can you influence other law students in promoting a progressive legal system and maintaining the profession's respect to the rule of law? If I were to answer this in a very academic and legal way, I would answer this in the light of legal ethics, specifically by using the Code of Professional Responsibility. But let's not complicate things. Besides, I have a very simple answer for this. How? By continuously reminding them the very reason and purpose that moved them to enter law school and pursue the legal profession. I would like to further explain this by citing a portion of the ruling in the case of Burbe versus Mukulta. And I quote, The practice of law, a profession, not a business. In this day and age, 
members of the bar often forget that the practice of law is a profession and not a business. Lawyering is not primarily meant to be a money-making venture, and law advocacy is not a capital that necessarily yields profit. The gaining of a livelihood is not a professional, but a secondary consideration. Duty to public service and to the administration of justice should be the primary consideration of lawyers, who must subordinate their personal interests or what they owe to themselves. The practice of law is a noble calling in which emolument is a byproduct and the highest eminence may be attained without making much money." End of quote. Come to think of it, I think this applies to every aspect in our lives. Whenever we are in the course of doing or pursuing something, and we lose motivation or hope in the middle of that undertaking, we should revisit and go back to the very reason why we decided to do or pursue that certain thing in the very beginning. If you reached this portion of the episode, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for listening and also for having patience to my ever so boring voice. And don't forget to tune in for my next episode next week. So I guess that's 14 minutes of procrastinating. Now, go back to what you were supposed to do 